Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast, where it is an interview with my fellow podcasting friend, Patricia Sung. And I met Patricia when I was in a podcast mastermind group. And as I was hearing about what she was teaching and learning and to support a fellow podcasting sister, I subscribed to her show, Motherhood and ADHD. That is her podcast. It's absolutely amazing. And I was resonating so much with what she was talking about. And I was like, Patricia, is this mom brain or is this ADHD? And that is the main question that I wanted to ask her while she was on my show today. But if you guys go to her podcast, Motherhood and ADHD, you are going to get so much great information for you as an adult, a mom struggling with ADHD, and she is going to help you get your crap crap together. She stops the spinning in circles of overwhelm, finally help you enjoy being a mom and feel confident and capable in how you run your day because you as somebody with ADHD has to do things a little bit different because your brain really is different. ADHD and what you will learn from Patricia, she is a mom that has ADHD, but she also really does look at the scientific evidence of how somebody with ADHD ADHD differs than somebody who doesn't. So it's really great, really great information. And I hope you enjoy my interview with Patricia Sung. Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. All right, you guys, I know I've hyped Patricia up prior to having her come on here, but I am truly excited for this interview to introduce you to Patricia. So Patricia, why don't you say hello and introduce yourself to everyone? So I'm Patricia Sung, and I am the host of the Motherhood in ADHD podcast, where I help moms who have ADHD themselves, so not the kids, but the moms, um, figure out, like, how do we get our crap together? (laughs) How do we find strategies that work for us, that make sense for our brains? How can we work with our ADHD instead of against it, and really learn how to enjoy our motherhood? Um, A lot of what we're told is meant for people who have regular brains and it doesn't work for us. And then we just get beat down. So I had, you know, God placed on my heart of like, you need to speak into these mom's hearts. I'm like, I can get into that story. It's a whole nother tangent, but, um, now it's developed from literally just being a hobby where I just was speaking into mom's lives to now I teach classes on how can you be productive when you have a brain that's different and how can you realistically set up your life to match both ADHD and motherhood? Cause that's a whole nother ball game. Um, and have a community of absolutely amazing moms that we meet with weekly and, um, just in, in, like 
literally I leave that meeting every week glowing because I know that I have a community of women who understand who I am, how I think, support, like when we talk about problems, everybody in Zoom is like nodding vehemently, <laughs> me too. So that's what I get to do now is encourage moms and, and teach women that we can be successful and really enjoy our motherhood even though our brain is different and we struggled a whole crap ton along the way. Yeah. And you guys, that's why I love how Patricia teaches, because as you guys know, my personal health and fitness journey really progressed when I started working with my body and understanding I'm not, I don't operate in a certain way. I don't operate like a man does. So I really tapped into how to work with my body. And Patricia is teaching women with ADHD how to operate with knowing how their brain operates because your brain as someone with ADHD operates differently, right? Like you cannot, you, you're, you're really not going to change it. How you're going to see change is when you start working with your body, your brain or whatever situation that it is. So as somebody who does not know if I have ADHD, it is something I want to talk to my doctor about at my next appointment. But as I'm listening to Patricia's podcast episodes, you guys, I really am just like, wow, like pre-motherhood, there wasn't a lot of struggle bus going on, right? But after becoming a mom, I'm like, wow, some of these things have really set me off. And I want to encourage you, especially to listen to Patricia's series on self-regulation, but Patricia, to kind of kick off, like what typically is it that moms with ADHD struggle with that neurotypical moms or moms without ADHD, they don't struggle with those things. So to like start, it's, we don't realize that our brain is different because we can't see inside anybody else's head. We don't know what other people are thinking. We don't know how they're feeling. We don't know how they approach things. And like, that's just like a general rule of life and you know, as a whole. But when we have ADHD and our brain is operating in a different manner, we don't know that we are, we don't know that it's different because we can't see the other, like we can't compare. Like, obviously it's easy to compare when your body doesn't look like somebody else's or when your family doesn't look like someone else's, but inside your mind, there's no way to see. So a lot of women who have ADHD have no idea that this is what they're struggling with. So if you're, if you start listening to this and you're like, what is going on here? Um, know that you are not alone. Many women get by their whole life and don't know because we, we are a very resourceful group and we figure out how do we make our life work for us? And we, we figure it out. We get creative, we problem solve, and we figure out how to make life work for us like you were saying, you know, well, let me, I say, I'm going to get up on Tina. Let me reel back in. That's the part of ADHD. You're like, Ooh, good thoughts. <laughs> nope. I'm just my my listeners are so like they <laughs> are jumping around in the conversation is very normal for them to hear. So I get it. I'm like, nope. Ready to Trisha, focus. Um, match the question is how do we differ from moms who don't have ADHD? <sighs> That's like such a, lengthy question um to break it in down, the, like to break it down let's think of you know think of a few things that you talk about with your community constantly where you would say a neurotypical mom wouldn't mm-hmm. so i guess like from from like point one adhd literally affects every single 
part of your motherhood. There is no part of your life that it is not going to affect because it, it's how your brain operates. Um, a lot of it has to do with executive function, which is like a fancy word for like the CEO of your brain, like the conductor that keeps everybody going. So like Ours, the tactical thing yeah, that like, come with motherhood, like maybe making a grocery list that coincides to actually making meals. Is that an example? <laughs> yes. So like, like the, the hard part is that a lot of times our ability, like when you separate one thing of like, can I make a grocery list? Yes. Can I meal plan? Yes. Can I know what my schedule looks like this week? Yes. But when you put them all together in making the grocery list for the meals that you wanted based on the week you're having, all that coming together, like things start to fall off the rails. So it's like the multi-layeredness of it where the things that feel so simple and then you struggle with them and you're like, why is this so hard? This should be really easy, quote unquote easy. That's where moms with ADHD struggle. Things like making a grocery list that coordinates with the meals, that coordinates with when you're actually going to be home for like cooking dinner. Things like filling out the mountain of paperwork that comes with having kids in school. All those forms. The paper, Why are there so many papers? I don't know. We hate them, generally speaking. Yeah, and appointments and... Keeping, yeah, like keeping track of all of the appointments of like, well, but I... I wrote it on my calendar, but somehow I switched the dates. Instead of saying it was like the 10th at 12, I put it on the 12th at 10. Or like when you were entering it on your calendar, you accidentally put it on Wednesday instead of Thursday. And you're like, but I, but I, I, but I did it. Like, how, like, where did it go wrong? And you feel this like constant confusion of like, like I was so close, but yet it didn't come together. I'm doing all the things they tell me to, but it's not coming together. I followed this advice. I read this book. My friend said, do this. My sister-in-law said that. And yet somehow it just doesn't pull together for me. Like those are the big, like red flags that you'll see, um, like as a whole. But I think one of the other really big struggles is that most moms with ADHD and anyone has ADHD, it comes with a lot of friends. They're not good friends, but usually moms with ADHD also have struggled with anxiety, depression, um, bipolar, suicidal thoughts. Um, usually there is some component of um, like a, some kind of like compulsive behavior, whether that is addiction through drugs, alcohol, too much wine when your kids go to bed, cigarettes, um, you know, binge eating or you know, all the eating disorders, like ways that we try to control things because we feel out of control, ways that we try to quiet our brains mm -hmm. because they feel out of control. Um, a lot of times people will have um, learning disabilities like dysgraphia, dyslexia, um, all like that whole bucket. So rarely do you have ADHD and only ADHD. It usually comes with other things, chronic okay. fatigue, um, PMDD, which is like the horrible version of PMS. Mm -hmm. I mean, most women will have something else going on too. And that's why I always recommend that you get a diagnosis and speak to your provider because there's a good chance that if you're, you listen to this and you start doing your research, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, this is me. I know it. But rarely do we ever have just that one thing. And I want to encourage everyone that we want to get the like full package of care. We don't want to just isolate one thing because we're not, you know, simple beings. We need that full spectrum of care that comes along with 
all the all the weight that goes along with yeah. having ADHD. Yeah, and so I know that Patricia, I know that Patricia is super sound in science and research. So this question might be hard for you to answer, but I just want you to give it your best <laughs> go. Okay. Okay. What do you feel like would be the difference between? Oh, that's mom brain. That's just mom brain. That just happens mm-hmm. when you're mom. How would you say like? If me, give it, give that advice to me, like a sister from another yeah. mister. Joelle, here I am thinking, could it be ADHD or is this just mom brain? What do you think are the difference? So what I've noticed is that when, so I guess, let me back up a little bit. When you have ADHD, the times that we usually see women getting diagnosed are either a life change, like a major life change, mm-hmm. things like you moved, you started a new job, you got married, you had kids, or big hormonal changes. So that's why a lot of girls get diagnosed in like middle school. So switching from middle school to high school, that's a big life change, also puberty. Um, when you, you know, when they get their period, when you have kids, when you go through menopause, those are the two times where you see women getting diagnosed the most and like having the most issue because major life changes means your systems you had in place don't work anymore. And hormones mean that your symptoms have flared up a lot. So when you're looking at like, is this just mom brain? The people who are saying it's just mom brain, they're having similar struggles, but their struggles are at like a level three or a level four. The people with ADHD and mom brain are suffering at a level eight or level nine. So it's the same issues but they're like on steroids. So it is hard to differentiate where, whether it's just, I'm struggling because I'm not sleeping enough. I have a newborn. Um, this is new and this is a serious issue and where you can kind of like start to like cipher out is looking at the history, like looking at your full life. These things were probably already there you just figured out how to deal with them. So when we look back, can we see those same patterns? Or is it literally, I've only had this problem now, or I've had this problem my whole life and I figured out how to deal with it and all of a sudden I can't anymore. Right, oh, that's cool. Which is hard to differentiate <laughs> when you're, you have a newborn and you're not sleeping and, 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 and. Right. Right. And that is, that's really good to note because yeah, as women, we don't get categorized in what society or stereotypical a person with ADHD functions like, especially like you said, in elementary school, middle school. But I could definitely go back and see times where in my life, like hyper-focus was such a strength for me in many ways in like high school, college and whatnot. And I had the time and space and capacity to complete tasks, but like Mm -hmm. I couldn't leave it alone until it was completed. Like I saw Mm -hmm. it all the way through, but as moms, hello, we get interruptions. And then once that interruption happens, your brain goes, we're going another direction. It's hard to get back to that center of like, okay, what needed to be finished? What was I doing? Mm -hmm. And those, and it's hard because As a whole, when we think of ADHD, we think of that like five-year-old boy bouncing off the walls. We don't think of all the inattentive side because there's two different kinds of ADHD. There's inattentive and there's hyperactive. And then you have the combination of the two. So I guess technically three. Mm -hmm. Um, And the hyperactive ones are much easier to see because 
there's more physical manifestation. Whereas on the inattentive side, it's really all, all the struggle is inside. Like I always tell people, I'm not hyper on the outside. My brain is hyperactive. My brain never stops. And um, like, even now, like I'm sitting here with like a fidgeter, but like I'm, if I, before I knew this, like I would be biting my nails or picking at my cuticles or bouncing my leg or twirling my hair. So there's that like fidgety part to it, but it's not me getting up and running around in circles. So it's a right. different kind of restlessness that's more in your mind. And most people with inattentive, and it's not all women, some, there are boys that have, or men that have inattentive and they tend to go under the radar as well because, you know, they didn't cause a ruckus. So nobody noticed. So generally speaking, anyone who's in that inattentive section tends to get passed up because they weren't causing a problem for other people. Um, And it's easy to be missed. So where you can see those little things where, like you said, like I, I had the space to finish a project, but I couldn't let it go until it was done. That's shows like a lot of times we're what we call like inflexible because we won't deviate from our plan. We'll be called, um, you know, like maybe a bulldog because it's like you just held onto it and you just kept going with it. Um, and that, and yeah, that hyper-focus is great when you're on a project and knocking it out. But it just because you have ADHD doesn't mean you can't do stuff. It doesn't mean you're dumb. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. Or unproductive or right. do nothing. Yeah. Because when you have, you have this full spectrum of what ADHD looks like. And sometimes when you have ADHD, people's coping mechanisms, when they keep hitting these roadblocks, is to like turtle up and stop trying. Other people will instead power through and be like, I'm gonna get this done, even if it takes me four times as long and like three times more effort, I'm gonna do it. And so you get both paths depending on how people cope. So you have so many people with ADHD who turtle up and think about like all their missed opportunities. And then you have people with ADHD who are like, basically like hustle till I die, running themselves into the ground burnout level they all have ADHD. They just cope with it in a different way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So ladies listening, I really do just, I'm personally starting to go on this exploration, but I will tell you, if you start listening to Patricia's podcast and you're like, um, wow, so much of this I relate with, I hope this sparks self-discovery for you just in some way. And Patricia does really teach science-based, fact-based, and then within her community and her coaching and what she teaches, she really goes into the elements of and aspects of how and practical ways for you with ADHD to do things in ways that will work for how your brain operates. And I know right now it's such a hype thing that I think a lot of people in our generation are super aware of when it comes to looking for our children having behaviors or patterns or signs of ADHD. But guess what? Most of the time, if your child is struggling (laughs) with ADHD, one of their parents are, right? That's common, right, Patricia? Yeah, generally speaking. So if you have ADHD, um, there's a 50 to 70% chance that your kid will. Um, so generally speaking, if someone's child is struggling, it's like, you look at mom and you look at dad and one of you do, <laughs> it came from somewhere. And it's um, not a death sentence. I, before listening to Patricia, you guys, 
I thought, oh my gosh, somebody has ADHD. Like that makes life so much harder for them or worse for them. But then when I was looking at a lot of successful entrepreneurs and people that I admire, I was like, wow, gosh, like people with ADHD rock. Like they've got some amazing superpowers and yeah, there's struggles that come along with it. But in life, everybody just has different struggles. Like struggle is a part of the human experience. And what Patricia is saying and teaching and, and going down with so many other ladies is like, how can we make our struggle aware for us to give us grace and understanding, but then also work with it, right? Yeah, I mean, we can't we can't change the way that our brain was made. It is what it is. Like, this is how we were created by God. Does it make it easy? No. But yeah, like you said, everyone has struggles. Like, if it's not this, then maybe you have a health issue. Maybe you have relationship problems. Like, there's no one that doesn't have any struggles. So I always want to say, like, Yes, having ADHD is very difficult. It is a learning disability. It makes parts of life very hard. At the same time, you can also learn how to work with it. You can learn how to use what you are good at for your benefit. So there's, it's, I think of always like the balance of like the harder things are struggle, like the harder the struggle is also like the greater the win is on the other side. So no, like I don't want anyone to hear like, ADHD is great and everyone's going to be awesome. Like, no, it is hard. But the people with ADHD are the innovators. We are the ones who are changing the world. Like no regular person is like, hey guys, why don't we like send this airplane into space, but it's, you know, we're going to have to put some extra protection on it. We're going to go to the moon and it's going to be awesome. Like no regular person would think that's a good idea or try to figure it out. Like that's what our brains can do when given the right, you know, time, space and support, but yeah. Right. Right. And so I think, I think we've covered so much, um, and so much already just in roundabout and this podcast episode is for igniting you guys to maybe go down this journey of self-discovery and check out Patricia's podcast and really like, I know, I really feel like the more you get to know yourself and how you operate, and if you're listening to a way that somebody's teaching something and it's just like constantly not working for you, these day-to-day things like of making a grocery list and then that grocery list actually becoming food and, and meals that you can prepare. And that's just the one that sticks out the most to me in the sense of, an executive function within every household that everyone has to do. And, you know, for some ladies, it's just like, oh, you take this and you take this and you take this and here is the meal. Right. And I feel like somebody struggling with ADHD would go to the grocery store and get maybe like a bunch of different stuff or not know what to get at the grocery store, come home and be like, okay, well, I got these groceries, but what, what does it make? make? You know, like that, that to me just sticks out as an executive function that everybody has to face. And not that that doesn't cause struggle for neurotypical people. Right. But that's just one example that comes to mind for me. So Patricia, why don't you talk about anything else that you want to before we wrap up or go into talking about your community, what you have to offer and really what your community is like when somebody who has ADHD or is on like 
in the steps of getting a diagnosis, like what does your, how can your community help transform her, her motherhood? Does that question make sense? Yes. So whenever someone is struggling with ADHD, I tell them three things. One, you got to learn about your brain. You have to understand not just ADHD, but how your ADHD affects you because everybody experiences different parts of it more than others. So you have to understand how your brain works. Second is put on your oxygen mask first. You've got to take care of yourself because you can't take care of other people when you're struggling that hard. And then three is asking for help and getting support. So I try to hit all, all three of those in the mix of the community. So anyone who is one of my students in my classes, they are part of my community and we meet every Wednesday for support and whatever questions you want to ask, you can ask anything. Um, and the two classes are daily planning. So one is about understanding how to use your calendar and your to-do list to make sense of your day and feel like, okay, I know what I'm doing, like have a sense of control over it not being a total chaos, disastrous. Like I just feel like I'm a chicken running around with my head cut off. Like that craziness, like understanding how to run your day. Then like once you have that part figured out, because like you're never going to feel good about your day if you keep like not showing up for the dentist appointment and forgetting to pick up your kid. Like it's never going to go well. Then when you've got that part handled, you've got um, time management mastery for ADHD moms where we talk about like, how do you figure out how to run your day? Like as a whole, like how do we get all this stuff done? How do we keep up with the groceries and the meal planning? And if you, you know, if you work or you have your own company, cause you're far more likely to be an entrepreneur if you have ADHD. Um, how do we set up our day and create routines that make sense for us and fit mom life? So, you know, it's not advice of like, you know, actually I was reading a book this morning, like uh, a business advice, like you need to have a three hour uninterrupted chunk of time to work. And I'm like, clearly this is a dude writing this book who doesn't have kids. <laughs> like that's not, that's Clear, not how, <laughs> clearly, clearly <laughs> that is not, that is not like realistic advice for us. And that's the kind of things you read, you know, in these productivity books, like no, no, like no mom is going to get three hours of interrupted time. And if she does, she's sleeping. She's not doing your stuff. So yeah, right. <laughs> like, how do As make- she should be no shame in <laughs> yes. that sleep. Since you should be um, like, how do we make mom life fit for us, fit for our brain and create the system so we feel good about what we're doing. We don't feel like we're always behind and slowly getting together our day. Like I always feel like this is not an overnight problem solving system. Like this takes time. And that's why when you join one of my classes, you are part of the community forever. I don't cut people out. I'm not like, well, you didn't figure out in three months. Bye. No, you have lifetime access to our group to have that support and pull it together because learning who you are and how your brain works is like a lifetime um, experience. So I want everyone to feel supported. And, you know, when we have ADHD, we work differently. And that is a key part of how I set up my community that your ADHD is in mind with the support there. And man, the women are so amazing. Like part of me is like, how do I, how do I bring them all to my house and just yeah. have coffee? Like, why do we have to be on zoom? Um, knowing that you're not the only one struggling with these things is life giving and so supportive to know that it's not just me. I'm not the only one who like, 
yells at somebody at dinner time every single night because I can't keep like can't keep it together and I always end up yelling at everyone. Like mm-hmm. that is a very common problem. And to know you're not the only one is amazing. But then to hear the other moms share like what and I tried this, didn't work so well. I tried this, it worked, it's working. And to have that community support is just like, mind blowing. So if you're interested in pulling up to all that and joining the club, um you can find all of that on my website. It's motherhoodandadhd.com. Um, and the same thing for the podcast. Everything's in one place because I keep it simple for ADHD brains. Everything's in motherhoodandadhd.com or the handle. Yeah. All in one place. And I will, of course, leave the links to all of that. So thank you so much, Patricia, for your time and, you know, like just your first introductory into my community and ladies listening. If this is really resonating with you, if you want more topics like this, I know this is more of mental health, but mental health is a part of wellness and our feminine energy and it is important for us to care for this element of our lives and that is why i brought patricia on because i'm i'm not kidding you when i say i actually listen to patricia's episodes when she puts them up there have been tacticals that i've taken away from what she's teaching and i've applied them but then also sometimes just hearing her talk as you guys can tell her voice is very different than mine and as i'm listening to <laughs> patricia's voice it's it's just so cool how god made you with like like you said your wired adhd brain going crazy but you speak with like calm clarity about things and I think it's like a beautiful dynamic that he gifted you us so thank you so much and for coming on here and speaking with us today thank you so much for having me